Despite a concentrated effort over the last decade to promote organ donation commitments from New Yorkers, the state continues to have some of the lowest organ donor rates in the country. To assess the current landscape, including progress made over the last 10 years and efforts to boost donation commitments moving forward, we're joined on the Capitol Press Room by Asia Tater, Executive Director of Donate Life New York State. Welcome back to the show, Asia. Thanks, David. Happy to be here. So I want to start our conversation by discussing the organ donation landscape in New York. And when we spoke last time uh, in the summer of 2021, you noted that comparatively, the Empire State had a lot of room for improvement, but that there were encouraging signs. As we speak in late 2023, what do the registered organ donor numbers look like in New York? I'm afraid to say we're kind of in the same position, right? We've come a long way over the past 10 years and and especially over the last seven years um, specifically, but there's still a lot of room for improvement. So in New York, we have about 47% of our population enrolled. And granted, you know, we've grown about 76% in the number of people enrolled, which is tremendous, but we have still about almost 8,000 New Yorkers that are waiting for that life-saving transplant. So the need is still critical. The public health crisis is absolutely still very present. So I think it's like the status quo. We're doing the trajectory is right and we're improving, but nobody in this this community is complacent because we've got a lot of people who are depending on us and whose lives depend on us doing better as a state. And is New York a national outlier when it comes to organ donations? Um, Yes. I mean, it is in terms of, you know, our registry performance. Um, But, you know, it's so funny, David, that question always kind of gets me because I feel like in that question is I don't want it to be misconstrued that we think that there's something culturally different about New Yorkers because there isn't. Right. We're not different than people in in Colorado in our, you know, in our ability and willingness to be generous and kind to our neighbor and to lend a helping hand. You know, what we struggle with in New York is a depth of understanding and reach process access you know, those are the types of things that Donate Life New York State works on removing those barriers. So we are an outlier numerically, but we're not an outlier culturally. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I want to turn to some of the initiatives that have been put in place over the last decade to try to drive up numbers and have been successful to a certain degree. When you think about the policies out of Albany, what seems to have made a difference in our organ donation rates? This has been our, you know, strongest, I think, contribution to trying to to turn these numbers around and New York's performance and its registry performance around is our strategy has been, if you build it, they will come. Right. So we have for the past, you know, 10 years or more, we have been prolific in creating greater access and opportunity for New Yorkers to sign up on the New York State Donate Life Registry. And we're really, you know, again, to New York's credit, we've been really innovative in trying to find new ways. So, for example, we have the opportunity to enroll 
as an organized tissue donor in the New York State Donate Life Registry as part of the voter registration process in New York. We're the only state in the nation that has that. And that opportunity alone has registered over 400,000 people. So similarly, we've added the question in the New York City Municipal ID. Another really successful place was in the New York State of Health Marketplace that has over, you know, that's registered over 300,000 New Yorkers. So it's a strategy that has worked is that access to this question, New Yorkers will check yes. And it really kind of reinforces the data as well. So, you know, here at Donate Life New York State, we have done, you know, survey after survey. And what we find is that, again, attitudinally and the you know, the outlook on this topic and this subject from New Yorkers is overwhelmingly positive. I mean, we're talking about on the given year and the given survey, we're talking about between 80 and 90% of New Yorkers support organized tissue donation. So vis-a-vis, you know, juxtaposition, our registration rate, which is 47% of the population. So our goal is to try and close that gap between intent and willingness and support and enrollment. And so one of the really effective strategies has been passing legislation to create greater opportunity and access so that people can do exactly that. They can document their intent. Well, given the success the state has had in getting more organ donors by creating more opportunities, more contacts with New Yorkers when they're asked to sign up as an organ donor. Are there any bills kicking around Albany that you're hoping will be adopted in 2024 that would further expand the contacts with New Yorkers when they'll be presented with that option to uh, register as an organ donor? Yeah. So I, I take the theory of don't you know, fix it if it's not broken. So absolutely. So we're going to be looking at in the 2024 legislative session, we have introduced in the assembly this year, which is Assembly Bill 7079. Uh, it's it's sponsored by Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther, who's a great champion of this topic. And that is going to incorporate the opportunity to enroll in patients' electronic health records. So we've piloted this project. We call it the Registry Partnership Project with a number of different hospitals here in New York. And it's been really fruitful and successful. So now we're going to take that pilot and apply it statewide. And we think it'll be a great addition to our opportunities and our doorways for New Yorkers to sign up on the registry. When you were on the show two years ago, we talked about legislation expanding the types of vehicles that could utilize emergency lights for organ transportation. What ended up happening with that measure, which was overwhelmingly approved by state lawmakers? Yeah, so, you know, the structure of that was a little less than what we had we had hoped for. You know, it was a compromise. You know how Albany works. And, and we did have to compromise on that legislation. So it didn't work out to kind of put the infrastructure that we would have liked to have seen. So ultimately we didn't get full maximum utilization of that. Um, And I think there's still some regulations that need to be promulgated on the process of getting those vehicles and or, you know, organizations that are gonna use those vehicles approved by the state. So uh, unfortunately, I think I'm gonna have to report a little lackluster on that one. 
well, finally, before this interview, I checked uh, out my own license and saw the little organ donor notation on the front. Um, and I imagine that's the easiest way for most people to ch- check their status. But are there other means of checking uh, for New Yorkers who maybe aren't sure of their status and, and maybe want to become organ donors? Sure. So that's what was one of the greatest things that um, <laughs> one of the things that when I started here was such a glaring omission here in New York State is that we didn't have a dedicated website where New Yorkers could go day or night to do exactly that. They could register or they could check their enrollment status or they could remove themselves or they could change their address or change the gifts that they wanted to make. So, yes, there's a dedicated website. It's donatelife.ny.gov. And New Yorkers can go with some basic, simple identifying information and check their status day or night. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. We've been speaking with Aisha Tater. They're the executive director of Donate Life New York State. Aisha, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Thanks, David. This was wonderful. I appreciate your help. And for more Capital Press Room content, visit capitalpressroom.org or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. And if you listen to us from an Apple device, make sure to leave us a rating and a review so it helps other people find the show. Support for Capital Press Room provided by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation. Communities across the Empire State have stories to tell. A roadside marker funded by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation can help your town or city educate the public, encourage pride of place, and promote local tourism. More about the Pomeroy Foundation's New York State Historic Marker Grant Program for 501c3 organizations, nonprofit academic institutions, and local state and federal government entities at wgpfoundation.org.